What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show, being the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great holiday season uh, and able to lock in some profits. It was a short week uh, this week as the markets were closed uh, due to the holiday season, uh, but hopefully everybody's able to still lock in some profits uh, in this seemingly volatile market. Uh, so first thing I want to talk about um, is that Apple workers walk out uh, as organizers make demands. Um, and so for Apple, uh, there was a worker's request, which says they demand hazard pay, living wage adjustment raises, uh, health care premium coverages, uh, more accessible paid leave, full benefits for part-time workers, uh, protections uh, from abusive customers. And then for the pandemic, uh, they're requesting uh, N95 masks for all, sanitizer stations, uh, and then having appointments only. Um, and so Apple has already issued a statement uh, just talking about their corporate side, uh, saying that they're going to have workers go uh, back to working remote um, indefinitely uh, and then giving them a $1,000 incentive. Uh, but that does not trickle down to the retail side as well. And so I think some of these demands are not uh, unreasonable, um, especially the N95 mask portion and the sanitizer stations. I think that would be something that benefits both the uh, customers who go to the uh, stores, the Apple locations, as well as the mask. I think that would help as well, supplying those to the employees, as well as uh, customers who go in. I think those two um, you know, things could definitely help uh, moving forward. But, you know, some of the other things, you know, the wage adjustments and premium coverage, uh, I think that's a bigger issue that you're starting to see a lot of people um, in other companies start to ask for. Uh, you'll see Starbucks uh, themselves said that they uh, were raising the minimum wage at a lot of these stores. They were giving as well uh, incentives for hiring bonuses um, and then, you know, some Locations are also, I think like Target is going to be giving uh, tuition uh, for some of the people who work there. And so there are a lot of incentives to try to get people to come into the store, but it seems like employees are starting to make uh, demands themselves. So it's going to be very interesting um, as we go into 2022, uh, how the landscape of the corporate as well as the retail world uh, starts to shape up. And so Apple's current price is at $176.26 uh, at the time of recording this. Um, and so definitely, you know, going to be looking at this moving forward. I don't think that this news is going to be a negative, uh, you know, indicator for uh, Apple stock. I don't think it's going to make them become bearish. I think overall, uh, Apple has a very firm uh, grips on the market, especially considering that they have the largest market cap um, in the market with almost $3 trillion uh, market cap. And so they kind of are at the top of the food chain as far as uh, the stock market is concerned. They have tons of cash reserve. Um, but I think if they can, you know, listen to these demands and then also try to find workarounds around them. Uh, it could definitely help uh, the relationship between uh, the customers and the employees as well. Um, and I think if they incorporate the needs of both, it can definitely help the uh, company's bottom line. And so next we'll talk about uh, Amazon said that it is among some of the tech firms that are dropping out of CES as there are rises in COVID-19 cases. Uh, and so Amazon, Meta, Twitter, Pinterest, uh, 
are all saying that they will not be sending teams to Consumer Electronics Show, uh, which is CES in Las Vegas, as uh, Omicron begins to spread. And so CES, uh, which serves as an annual showcase for new trends and gadgets and technology industry, uh, has attracted more than 180,000 people from around the world uh, to sprawling array of casinos on uh, convention places in the past. Uh, Amazon uh, and its smart home unit ring said that they would not be on site next month, even uh, at next month's event due to the quickly shifting situation and uncertainty around the Omicron variant of coronavirus. Uh, and this was what the a spokesperson said uh, from Amazon. And so I think this is going to be something that you're going to continuously see, um, you know, the main goal of a company is to protect its employees as well as make money. And I think the protecting the employees part is very um, crucial into, you know, keeping the safety of employees. You don't want to put your employees in harm, uh, especially, you know, just the debut products. But I think this is going to start to see the rise of a lot of influencers being marketers for companies. And so there are already a couple of, you know, big YouTubers that are out there that um, do product reviews. But I think you're going to start to see more and more uh, influencers based you know uh, reviews go out there as company's main go-to uh, section and so you know I think uh, 180,000 people go to this uh, event but if you have an influencer that has you know two or three million uh, subscribers online and then you know their average view duration or the amount of people who watch their videos is like over 300,000 or like at least over 200,000 then you've already made a better impact it'll be a lot cheaper because you're not sending a whole team of people uh, to a conference which is hotels rental cars um, then also uh, paying for you know their food and things of that nature all the things that companies do uh, to send people out to these different conferences um, and so I think it may be a cheaper option to go the path of uh, having these different influencers, whether it's YouTube or TikTok, do the reviews, uh, especially if they have a large audience, you may actually reach more people. Um, and then, you know, it's definitely a great incentive for those influencers. So I feel like that's a going to be a trend going into 2022. If you want to start a channel, and have that channel uh, review products. I think now is a great time to do so, especially uh, with a lot of these different companies trying to find new avenues to get their part their uh, products out and market them uh, to make more money uh, without putting their employees at risk. So definitely a great niche that I think is going to continue to grow uh, well into 2022. Uh, now, some of these companies don't really have products that you can really go and market, uh, but I do believe, you know, if you want to start a small business uh, that's just a studio and your whole point of your studio is to just review these products, you could, you know, make a tremendous amount of money doing this, uh, especially if you're just reviewing the products and sending them back uh, and then just paying to do the videos. If you have professional gear, uh, professional audio, if you have a large following um, and you have a large um, influence on the market, it could definitely help uh, companies moving forward. So I'm, I'm starting to see this as beginning a trend into 2022 because a lot of these companies still want to get products out they still want to have marketing but partnering with the influencer i think um is going to you know be the the thing that they're doing moving forward so building a personal brand uh online i think is going to be imperative for anybody uh moving into 2022 if you're really trying to make some you know real long lasting income uh, because I feel like companies have money to do so. They just don't want to uh, put their 
employees at risk, especially uh, with this, you know, volatile market, as well as the spread of these uh, viruses going moving forward. And so Amazon, uh, at the time of recording, is currently at three thousand four hundred eighteen dollars and forty six cents. Um, and so overall, I think it's an okay price uh, for the company. You know, overall, uh, not at its highest. Uh, so I think its highest in its um, was like around $3,773.08, and so it's far from that, but it is still hovering around that $3,000 mark, um, and so I think, you know, if they can get more reviews, um, especially because the holiday season, people bought a lot less items, getting a hold of those influencers and really marketing their products can definitely help them uh, moving forward. And so next, when I get into Nikola, uh, and so Nikola was a company that came out with EVs. They were backed by GM for a little bit of time, uh, but they had, you know, some complications going on with their former CEO, Trevor Milton. And so the company kind of, you know, fell off after that. Uh, but earlier this week, Nikola agreed to pay the uh, SEC or the Security Exchange Commission $125 million to settle charges. Uh, it defrauded investors by misleading them. Uh, about the product's uh, technical capacity and business prospects. And so the SEC and Nikola's uh, said Nikola's is responsible for misleading claims uh, made by the company's founder and former uh, chief executive officer Trevor Milton. Uh, he pleaded not guilty to fraud charges brought by the Justice Department in July. Uh, Nikola went public uh, June of 2022. 2020 by merging with the SPAC. Uh, the stock hit a record high uh, above $90 a share uh, soon after the IPO became all the way back down due to the regulatory probe. And so a slew of uh, pre-revenue electric vehicle startups uh, sought to go public through SPAC deals uh, following Nikola, uh, which I believe is true. Rivian is one uh, that has gone public through a SPAC after Nikola, um, and some other companies have gone public as well, Rivian being the most popular one, but Nikola was kind of before uh, Rivian, and so it seems like they're starting to uh, rebuild Nikola, so definitely maybe one uh, to look at moving forward, and so Nikola is currently trading at uh, $11.52. Uh, like I said, again, it did have a high, and when it IPO'd, uh, it hit a high on uh, $93.99. So I do remember the rise of this. It shot up uh, like crazy, and then around June 5th, it hit that high of $93.99. Uh, it was definitely one on a lot of people's radars. A lot of people were excited about it, and then the whole Trevor Milton thing, SEC probe kind of happened, and the company went down from there. Uh, now, I do believe that it has the potential to rally back up. Uh, bear in mind, it's not financial advice. I'm not telling you to invest or not to invest into any of these companies. They're just all opinions. Uh, and so just bear that in mind. Uh, but I do believe that, you know, the EV space is going to be something that's highlighted going well into uh, 2022 and into 2023. And so lastly, we want to talk about uh, United and Delta Airlines. Uh, so United Airlines and Delta Airlines canceled dozens of Christmas Eve flights uh, as COVID hits cruise. Uh, so a nationwide spike uh, in Omicron cases this week uh, has, hit a, has had a direct impact on flights. Uh, crews and people who run their operations. United said in a statement on Thursday, uh, as a result, we've unfortunately had to cancel some flights and are notifying impact, impacted customers in advance of them coming to the airport. Uh, United said it was trying to rebook travelers as uh, tra trying to rebook travelers, um, and U.S. Airlines 
executives this week uh, asked the, cons- the Center for Disease Control Prevention officials to loosen quarantine guidelines for fully vaccinated individuals who tested positive uh, for COVID uh, to five days from the current 10-day sighting, uh, potential staff shortages, and flight disruptions. Uh, the CDC loosened its guidelines for the healthcare workers on Thursday. Uh, United canceled more than 131 mainland mainland or mainline flights scheduled for Friday, about 7% of its schedule, according to uh, flight tracking site FlightAware. Delta canceled uh, more than 90 flights or 4% of its flights on Friday, scheduled citing bad weather in Salt Lake City and Seattle area, uh, two of its hubs, and the impact fast spreading of Omicron, more than 80 of Delta's um, Saturday flights were also canceled. Uh, and so you're starting to see, you know, the airline industry get hit pretty hard from this Omicron spread. Um, and so definitely going to be interesting to see how that's going to affect them uh, moving forward. Flight is a very incremental part of travel, especially during the holidays. But the holidays is a very incremental part of a lot of these airlines being their bottom line. So, um, you know, it's been a rough year for the entire uh flight industry um you know definitely going to be looking to see uh if they can recover from this but i know it's it's been a tough for uh, a lot of them out there uh with you know the spread of this i would consider them frontline workers uh just like healthcare workers as well they're in public they're you know constantly around a lot of people uh putting themselves uh at risk the pilots as well as the um you know uh, stewardess. And so definitely, um, you know, looking to see, uh, if, you know, this can be helped, uh, moving forward, but ultimately, you know, uh, what we want is everybody to be safe, uh, out there and be able to return to their families, uh, during the holiday season. And so Delta Airlines is trading, uh, at $39 and 39 cents and United Airlines is currently trading at $44 and 75 cents at the time of recording. So, I don't think uh, this is going to be a bearish downward trend for the airline industry, uh, but definitely, you know, hopefully with uh, all of the things coming out to help uh, stop the spread of all these um, things going on, uh, you know, hopefully the airline industry uh, could potentially bounce back uh, and we can see the return of the airline industry uh, that we once knew. Uh, And so flights aren't being stopped, so they're not, you know, just stopping flights. I think that's an industry that's always going to be here uh, because people need to travel. I just think there's going to be, you know, new measures in place to help keep people safe. Um, And so definitely going to be waiting to see more updates on the airline industry. So hopefully this information helped you all uh, to make a more informed decision uh, when out there. There's still some deals out there to be made in the market. Uh, a lot of these industries are continuing to change. Um, and like I said, again, I feel like the influencer market is continue to grow. Uh, so if you are somebody out there that wants to review products, I feel like there's a market for you, um, especially you know a lot of companies have products out there uh, to be advertised. Um, you know, just I feel like do it the right way. Uh, you know, start a company. Go out there, review the products, start a YouTube channel. It's free to do so. Um, And so these are alternative ways, um, you know, that you could subsidize your income uh, or start a new path. Um, And so, you know, definitely interesting economy that we have uh, moving forward. Uh, Omicron has had an effect. There's still inflation, the shipping crisis or shipping problem uh, that we have. So every time, you know, there's another podcast like this, the market is always changing. Uh, And so, you know, the previous weeks we had the Fed uh, who gave their announcement that kind of affected the economy. Now we have Omicron, which is affecting the economy. Um, And then, you know, 
definitely uh, seeing a ramp up in the EV space. And so good luck to everybody there trading. Hope everybody has a great rest of the holiday season. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace.